0: this episode of Kitchen Table Netrunner, we talk tournaments, past, present, and future. Also, don't miss our first ever podcast interview with Mr. Ian Witt. Stay tuned.
1: Welcome to Kitchen Table Netrunner. I'm Tristan.
0: And I'm Nicole. So do you know what? I'm awesome.
1: Not where I was going. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately. And a lot of them, after they introduce the name of the podcast, they also like have a short thing that explains what the podcast is. Hmm. Right? Like a podcast about dot, dot, dot. Well, I think that they're looking for a slightly more descriptive thing. Like a podcast for people who want to to get better at... No, that's not quite right either. Because no. I don't think listening to us will help them get better.
0: No, not at all.
1: A podcast for people who want to listen to us get better at Android Netrunner.
0: Is that happening? Because I'm not sure that it is.
1: Yeah, we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> How would you describe what we do here? The premier Android Netrunner only English language podcast.
0: Um, a fun podcast about Netrunner. The greatest game ever.
1: Yes, let's do that. A fun podcast about Android Netrunner. The best game is usually what we call it.
0: I feel like I started off with I'm awesome. So maybe that could be our tagline. Just keep coming up with that.
1: Welcome to Kitchen Table Netrunner, a podcast about how awesome Nicole is. Perfect. So let's talk about so many competitions. It's that time of year. Uh, what, are you, what are you doing? Let
0: it all hang out. Just sort of like emoting.
1: What is your emotion that you're emoting?
0: Beyond exhaustion.
1: Okay. Exhaustion. Okay. So let's talk first about Worlds. So there's an article that dropped yesterday. So here's the deal. They are releasing seven cards, one per faction on September 9th, along with the new MWL, so that people can play with them at Worlds. So they're going to be cards from Uprising. And this is the example. Swift. Yeah, it's a Ken Tenma situation. It's like his little motorbike.
0: Oh, I feel like that'd be good in any criminal deck.
1: Right. I think especially if you have something that you're planning on doing uh, okay. with extra clicks, right? Okay. Like you could play two notorieties on the same turn, for example, or a quest completed in a notoriety or apocalypse, you know, all that kind of stuff.
0: Oh, I don't like apocalypse.
1: Yeah. More on that later. Okay. So that's exciting. We'll get like the, the meta kind of uh, the final changes to the environment. On September 9th. And we'll try and figure out what the best decks are.
0: Oh, uh, yes.
1: Yep. Yeah. And then we'll see what people come up with by then. And what they can bring to Worlds. So if you're at Worlds, come and introduce yourselves to us.
0: Yeah, find us.
1: Yeah, we'll be selling stickers.
0: We'll probably also be the only people with a herd of children surrounding them.
1: I'm hoping we can get them to surround other people.
0: Oh, let's farm them out.
1: I mean, it worked at regionals.
0: We only took one to regional. Yeah, that's
1: fair. Okay.
0: And she's the cutest.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, they're all pretty charming. People say good things. That's true. So, yeah, we'll be there hanging out, interviewing people. So come and, and if you have stuff that you made, come and show us. We'd love to see it.
0: Indeed.
1: And I think that we'll be interviewing all kinds of people from content creators to people who are good at Netrunner. Might ask dumb questions. Yeah. About how to get good at Netrunner.
0: We're really good at dumb questions. More on that later, too.
1: <laughs> okay. So, one more thing about Worlds before we move on. There is a GoFundMe. Indeed. That Jesse started for Joe Shupp, 2018 World Champion, and, if you didn't know, poor college student, to raise some money to get him to Worlds. Fact. And how far along are they?
0: They're like $1,200 out of 2000 Yeah. That's pretty rad.
1: So... It you would know, be how great. how they could
0: get closer? How Tell me. They, you could give him money.
1: Yeah. So if you have a little bit extra to spare, then throwing a few dollars Joe's way would be much appreciated. And it just won't be the same if the world champ isn't there. How will you know if you're truly the best in the world if you don't have him to play against?
0: Yeah.
1: It's not something I worry about.
0: No. But it'd be cool. And You don't have to give a lot, you know, just a little bit to help out. I mean, you don't have to give. It's good of you.
1: Yeah. It's helpful. Yeah. Cool. So that's Worlds in Rotterdam. Be there. Yeah. Or not, because if you're not there, that's fine, too. You can just listen to the podcast and find out what it was like to be there.
0: That's right. And if you're not there, you could also come and meet us at Nationals. Yeah.
1: So working our way down the competitive hierarchy ladder, we're going to Nationals, too. So U.S. Nationals, for the record.
0: That's true. Sorry.
1: I mean, we have a very cosmopolitan international audience.
0: Yes. Just remember that we're not cosmopolitan. We are. I pretend to be. We try.
1: Yeah. I might even be wearing a scarf at Worlds. Ooh. Yeah.
0: But if you do remember back to our attempt at Canadian geography. (laughs) That was just
1: in a bonus feature blooper at the end. So, I mean, only our most devoted fans would know about that. Or go back and try to find it. So Nationals, San Francisco, a month after Worlds. Yes. Not a herd of children.
0: No, just one.
1: So we'll have to figure out who's going to compete and who's going to hang out. Yes. Maybe you could compete. I could hang out and help judge or something.
0: I don't know. I was thinking the other way around, but you're better than me.
1: So you want to judge?
0: Oh, heck no. (laughs) Okay. Nobody wants that.
1: You're like, like, why don't uh... you... Have you guys thought about flipping a coin? Hmm.
0: Tristan?
1: I have, like, a rule thing. I'm pretty good at remembering rules and understanding how they work together.
0: Yeah. You're a big nerd. I mean, but I like you. Okay. And I like your nerdiness. I mean, we did meet at a math competition. You
1: can save that story for later. Yeah. So, also, hoping to get some interviews in at nationals. Yes. So, we just need to kind of figure out the technology...
0: Yeah, that'd be good to figure out before we even go to Worlds.
1: Right, because we have to pack. Yeah. Right, okay. So
0: if you all are technology buffs out there and you know what would be really good, also really compact and easy to pack, let us know because we don't want a lot of background noise. That.
1: That's really the main thing yeah. is the background noise.
0: But it also needs to be compact because we're traveling with seven children. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't want to break anything either.
1: Right? That would be bad. Okay. So that's Nationals. Let's let's go down another rung. We skipped Continentals. I hope that's okay.
0: Oh. Yep.
1: Okay. Great. So we'll skip down to Regionals. And we, d- we did one.
0: Yeah. We hosted. We did.
1: And, you know, with the Store Champ, we were really nervous because we barely got to eight people to make it official. Yeah. But Regionals, not a problem.
0: Fifteen.
1: Fifteen people. Now- I talked to some people ahead of time and they were, they were just like, you know, you gotta post everywhere, be aggressive with the marketing. Right. So we did the Facebook and always be running and Slack. And specifically, like I reached out to the Seattle group on Facebook and, and then I specifically invited people one, one by one, you know, whether on Facebook, or whatever tag, I was like, Hey, I hope you specifically are coming.
0: And I gave him like pats on the back for these things you make it possible my facebook account
1: i yes i do i posted many clever things that you probably wish you would have (laughs) written okay i like pretending to be you i feel like there's a there's a fun there's like a fun persona or voice that i adopt
0: wait so you are saying i wish that i would have written them because they were so witty that I wish I could write like you? Or because they were so bad that I could have done way better?
1: No, no, no. It was a, a third option. <laughs> just not that, not that I'm more witty. It's just that it's like I'm maybe freewheeling, you know, and I'm writing on your behalf. Because I'm like, man, these are the things that you wish you could say, but you're afraid to.
0: I don't think I'm afraid to, but I do like reading your writing for me persona. I do find it quite entertaining.
1: Why is that? What do you find most entertaining?
0: I think it's just that freedom. Sort of like, I'm just running like crazy. You don't really have like a...
1: It's a different filter for sure.
0: Definitely.
1: Yeah. Okay. So regionals happened. 15 people showed up. It was not a giant failure.
0: That's right. And I was the best loser
1: well does that mean you had the like the most sportsmanship or
0: I don't know but I got a prize for coming in last place
1: okay so you got last place so yes big time I got thir- I got some
0: Arbits tokens yeah
1: <laughs> I got 13th out of 15 <laughs> so not not a whole lot better but we didn't we didn't actually play each other
0: no we didn't
1: pity what did you bring
0: I don't know oh <laughs> <laughs> I don't confused all the time Now i brought smoke stealth deck okay and oh the outfit okay outfit
1: and how did you feel about those i mean obviously they you're able to ride those to last place so in general maybe they didn't go great but what'd you think in these particular matchups or anything that you're like oh this didn't quite work out or like i felt like i kind of hit a rhythm or what
0: i think with smoke I had been playing a lot of Criminals, like Mm Leela, especially lately. And so when I started playing with Smoke, I mean, I like it, especially once I can get into it. But I didn't have a whole lot of time to practice going into it. So the first game or so was still acclimating.
1: You're trying to remember what cards are in your deck?
0: Well, a little bit. But also I'd see an opening and I'd be like, I'm going to run, I'm going to run, I'm going to run. But that's not how a shaper works. Like I need to get out my rig. And so when I spent mm-hmm. the time to get out my rig, that's when I started doing better.
1: How many runner games did you win? I
0: think one. We played
1: four rounds. Yeah. Okay.
0: So I think one and then I think I came close to the last one and then he ended up shutting me out. mm Yeah.
1: Tough break. Yeah. And the outfit? What'd you think about that?
0: I liked rolling in the dough. That was fun. Yeah. Just tons of money all the time. And I got a few little hidden tricks in there that I pulled in, splashed in.
1: Yep. You might say.
0: Anyway. (laughs) So that was fun. Little bits here and there. I mean, it was what I would consider a traditional, like a typical outfit deck. Wayland kind of like have lots of money, have a few tricks. If they mess with you, then shoot them in the face, kind of a thing. And
1: so, how many people did you shoot in the face? I don't know. Did you win any games?
0: I did. I won at least one. Okay. I feel like I had notes, but I don't remember where I put them.
1: Okay. So I brought.
0: Yes, tell us. I'm sorry. That's okay. No,
1: it's not a problem. I was trying out some things on the corpse side and I was building an industrial genomics deck. And I chickened out, and I brought my old Building a Better World, the deck with lots of the Katara cards to make a server that either I just score agendas in, or by going in and setting off all the little pieces, like Overseer Matrix and Force Connection and all that, you end up with six or seven tags, and there's a high-profile target coming.
0: (laughs) Ugh, I got smushed by that once you did it was probably more than once no i don't mean by you i oh. mean like at regionals
1: oh a similar I yeah mean like, shane got me oh well that was a hard-hitting news situation right probably
0: was a hard-hitting news wait
1: with the four tags i
0: don't know so i went i just remember when he beat me by flatlining me his comment was you use that card to beat him
1: high profile target yeah yeah, so that. yeah, for sure Okay, but not the ones before it, that's all I was saying So I won two and lost two And one of the ones that I lost Was against uh, Against V He had Ed Kim Trash the first Operation you access oh. And so my setup At first wasn't quite what I needed To keep him out And so he just like broke all my stuff He had, he trashed two high profile targets Before I could really get started
0: Holy cow!
1: Yeah, it was problematic yeah. to say the least.
0: Kind of cut your legs off there,
1: right? And I was—I had a bad feeling about it after turn three or four on the runner's side. I brought four one nine, just kind of a standard credit denial thing, and I won. I think one game It was disappointing. It largely worked as intended i couldn't get to my breakers quite fast enough i would say that was a problem a weakness of the deck but my one win that was against v he was playing mirror morph and doing like things to give him clicks and take them away from me and various things yeah and that game he because of my all my 419 stuff he was down under five credits under five credits the whole game pretty much yeah so he res i think one piece of ice I just kept either hitting him with a hijacked router or other things that would just, you know, just like either the the expose or diversion of funds or whatever. So, but that, that game I hit on a Kawa project on my last click three or four times. It was a crazy game, but eventually, because like I was up at six, six points to three pretty quick, but like I just kept hitting after like I had a three click turn and I hit it on my last click. And and then I'd find another one somewhere else. But eventually I was able to keep getting into R and D and eventually I top decked a different five three. And that was enough. But nice. we both we both had a great time that game. That was our that was my favorite game. We were Yeah. Making some noise apparently.
0: You were, I could hear you. that's okay.
1: I It was the joy of the game.
0: No, I think that's great. I was actually thinking during my last game. So my last game, I was runner and he was obviously Corp. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, so the round, we spent the entire round on that one game. We never switched. And he did end up beating me. What ID? Red. Um, EI, yeah, maybe? R- P-E? I, P, no RP? Oh, I couldn't run remotes until... Yeah, that's I...
1: replicating perfection. White tree.
0: White tree. Anyway... There's a
1: white tree on it. That's how you know.
0: I know, but I get red and that's all the further I get. Okay. Anyway, but as we were playing this game, it was getting toward the end of the time. I was thinking, like, this is fun. Like, how many games can you play, even if you're going to lose? Well, I wasn't going to lose at that point. I was doing really great.
1: Okay, keep going. (sighs) Might be undercutting your argument.
0: No, I was just saying, like, how many games can you just, like, play for over an hour? And you're just like, this is super fun. Like, I'm just enjoying it. Win, lose, whatever. And you're constantly thinking, how can I improve this? How can I change this? What can I do? Like, it's mentally stimulating. Also, as we find out when we play tournaments and host tournaments, it's like mentally taxing. Like, we're physically exhausted at the end.
1: Yeah, my legs hurt a lot. That was surprising. (laughs) And then we tried to play a different board game in the stories collection. and
0: Yeah, you had trouble there. I
1: just couldn't even process it
0: got some beef jerky in yeah and you did better yep anyway but but that's the cool thing about netrunner you're playing this deep cerebral game and it's never quite finished and you're always trying new things and i suppose that's part of the appeal of it but it's like super duper fun
1: it is really fun did you play against eli no i did i really enjoyed it It's just a very pleasant experience playing against him.
0: Yeah, I've played against him in the past, like at a store meetup. Like he just like
1: talks through what he's doing, but it's always just like light and enjoyable.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And makes you want to do it too. Yes. Okay, I just thought of something. Okay. So you're going down in competitiveness. Maybe that's not the right way to think about it. Because I think we should take a detour and talk about Cash Refresh. Yes. Which is technically a worldwide tournament.
0: There you go. But
1: it's not competitive level, so maybe this is the right place for it anyway. So, StimHack Online Cash Refresh 10 is happening, and I convinced you to do it.
0: That's right. I am doing it. I am not dead last yet.
1: I, I, at this point in the tournament, have the highest strength of schedule of anyone playing in the whole thing. So that's a thing. You might think, oh man, he seems to be doing really poorly, but... In my defense, I was playing against really good people.
0: Yeah. Well, you started at kind of a high table, so.
1: I did start with the first week by. That was pretty brutal. That's right. Yep. And then I played against the person who was number one for a while.
0: 52 out of 59.
1: I'm 41 out of 59. That's pretty par for the course for me. That's good. So tell me what you brought and how it's gone so far.
0: So I did Leela and Blue Sun classic trying to stick with what i know what i've kind of honed not think about it too much mm-hmm. especially because we were doing regionals and i had a whole nother set of decks that was hard
1: testing yeah. and thinking about two decks at once
0: i know i haven't made any changes to my cash refresh deck since it started because i couldn't process what needed to be done okay
1: How'd they go? Tell me about your games. What kind of things have you been seeing?
0: Well, it was in Cash Refresh that I first met Apocalypse. Okay. And I hate that card.
1: Well, okay.
0: Just wipes all my stuff out. It's not fun.
1: So there's lots of ways to get around it. I mean, a few. So you're a Wayland, so Chrissium Grid is the upgrade that makes it so the run isn't considered successful or unsuccessful. That's Um, one. Border Control. Just kind of stop that run, right? Because you can just trash the ice to stop the run, and then they don't have enough clicks. Hostile Infrastructure. Blows I understand. them off. Then... Go ahead.
0: Okay. Now let's back up. Back up. I know I started talking about Apocalypse, but yeah. like, what's it do again?
1: <laughs> okay, so you can only play it if you've made a successful run on HQ, R&D, and Archives this yeah. turn. And it trashes all corp cards.
0: Right. All installed. All
1: installed definitely. corp cards. Anyway, okay, flips okay, all the okay. Cards yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So you're saying use the border control to stop the third one you're like oh no they've run hq and r d and now they're going for archives so like pull the plug sure that's what you're saying yep okay because i was like i don't know that they have that but see i haven't even got it in my brain that that is a car it's like they they're running those three and i'm like Oh now they're gonna play notoriety and get a point. Oh man. <laughs> and then it always is like, what? Every time.
1: Every time. Okay. How many times? One time?
0: Uh one time in the tournament and then twice in regionals. Right. One Same game. Cash refresh. So. Okay. I did win a game.
1: One so far? I don't know. That can't be right. No, it's right. Okay.
0: Yep. Okay. Great.
1: So tell us about the game you won.
0: The game you won. Well, it was in round two, versus Analyze Chris. Uh, I was the Corp. Nope. No, it was when I was runner. Yeah.
1: Okay. So what happened? I Blue Sun. You're playing against Blue Sun.
0: Playing against Blue Sun. Yes, that's right. I remember because at the end he was like, "Blue Sun is awesome." Just, Analyze
1: Chris, coincidentally, currently has the lowest strength of schedule of anyone competing. I'm sure you helped contribute to that.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> so I had emergency shutdowns. And so he would res these big pieces of ice. Like you think about Blue Sun, you're oh, okay. not supposed to be poor. But I had him down on credits a lot because I would emergency shutdown things.
1: Right, because that means a lot more in Blue Sun because they can't pull it back. Right. Okay.
0: Right, so I had emergency shut down some big stuff. But that, that was the one that I won because I totally got him out of money and just kept getting in.
1: Yeah. What have you learned so far about, besides there's Apocalypse, what else have you learned from the losses so far?
0: There's so many cards that I still don't know. We'll get there. I know.
1: In this limited format, it's really just the big boxes.
0: Yeah, that's true. Oh, my first game... He said, it was easily the top two most intense Netrunner matches I've ever been in.
1: What made them intense?
0: We just kept going. It was just neck and neck the whole time. Both sides. slugfest? Yeah. I lost both, but it was still neck and neck. 7-4, 7-5. Okay. So, it was fun. I really liked that. Back to, like, my love affair with Netrunner. Yeah, good
1: game of Netrunner is... Yeah, there's, like, a tension there for sure. Yeah. Yeah, So everybody's
0: always so nice. Like, it's kind of like you were talking with Eli. You can be playing against somebody, and they're wiping the floor with you, but you're still friendly. It's not like, oh, you're the worst person ever, you know? You're still kind. Like, I was playing with somebody, and I was still new to the outfit, especially... Because I played it on Jinteki a lot.
1: Yes. Okay, you're saying at regionals. Yes, you're sorry. You were playing in person yes, and it was a lot harder. I was harder. playing
0: it in person at regionals. And when you play it on Gen Techie, the the text of the idea that you get three extra credits when you take a bad pub, it just automatically does it. I don't have to think about it. So I forgot the first couple times and I was playing against Brian and he reminded me. You don't just sit there in Netrunner and be like, oh, I hope they don't notice. And like at their detriment, you play fair and honest. and
1: Yeah, there was, I don't remember if I won this game or not at regionals, but I performed a trace and then they're like, they're "Like, oh, okay, then I'll just spend this extra credit. I have this card. I was like, oh, shoot. No, hold on. Forgot about that card. I want to do one more. Yeah. And that was just fine. Right. Like this was my intent. Everyone wanted to, like, experience the game in its purest form.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so the same kind of thing on cash refresh. I just feel like everybody I've played against has been super nice. You know, if you make a mistake, then you can fix it. And I don't remember what mistake I had made and who it was against. But he was just like, oh, yeah, here's how you fix it. And it's fine. Okay. How's your cash refreshing going?
1: Well... I picked the outfit, which is good. Almost all of the outfits like main cards are actually in Rain and Reverie. So it's or or there's some nice pieces in Downfall as well. So it felt pretty good. Also I picked Nazir. <laughs> so I keep <laughs> thinking like, no, I can make a Nazir deck that works and wins games and it'll be fine. And then I don't and it makes me sad.
0: But you won your last Nazir game.
1: Okay, well let's hold on, don't you're <sighs> Burying the lead. Well, Wait, no, it's I'm, just because you you're not so be- slow. Okay, okay, okay.
0: Just gotta get it out there. Alright,
1: so here's what's going on so far. Round one, I got the buy. Six points. Flying too close to the sun. So, round two, I was playing against Akira or Hacker Girl or whatever, depending on the platform. And she had a blue sun deck with reduced service. So, like, you had to pay a whole lot extra to get into the server and scoring things out of there. And there was, like, four McCarries and Galahad with, like, two extra Galahads. And it was bad. So I got some points. Uh, but she won 7-4. And then we switched sides. And she was playing lat. But I just couldn't find my couldn't find my ice. So I tried to rush, like, uh, STS drone deployment behind a trebuchet. And I was like, this is going to be fine. It was unresed. But, like, she, like, dug and found Boogalter and was, like, oh. slam it down and run. And she had the exact right number of credits. And it was bad news. And it got worse. So <laughs> I lost. I only had two points by the time that game ended. I guess I had to buy the second round. That's what happened. That's That was, like, when I peaked. I was up at 19th place out of 59. Oh, yeah. 19th. Anyway. So in the third round, I was playing against Movable Object. And uh, that was a sports metal deck. Uh, I was facing against Nazir, and there's this news team, right? So you take two tags or minus one point, oh. and I kept hitting them over and over in, in HQ. <laughs> it was bad, and I couldn't find any of my money, and so by turn 10, I lost seven zero. It was pretty bad. That was when I was like, oh, no, I'm tilting. Again, I played against the lat on the corpse side, and so this outfit deck is really trying to be rushy, And after turn four, I had four points, but then like it stalled. And so after turn 10, I still had four points, but Lat had four points Yeah. from some Hushuk run. And then there was a double Hushuk on turn 13, which I couldn't do anything about. I just couldn't get to my agendas fast enough. I have fast track in there to try and find the extra agendas, but it just wasn't wasn't working.
0: Hushuk. Is that the one where you look at a certain number of cards? Yeah, based on how many you have that are
1: installed. Yep. You pick a number, and it's the number of cards at that install cost. So now whenever anyone's playing, especially Shaper, and they install a bunch of things, I like start looking at what they've installed to be like, how many of these are cost one or cost two, to see how likely it is that I need to be extra careful with putting a border control on R&D or something like that, Uh, where I can just drop it. Anyway, then last. The last round, I was playing against a Leela, and here's the thing. I felt like my outfit deck was doing exactly what it was supposed to do, but Leela was just too fast. Huh. Like I felt like everything was going according to plan, except I lost, because she scored nine points in the time it took me to score three.
0: That sounds like a good Leela deck.
1: Yeah, it was just it was just good stuff, right? It was just like good breakers and money and just making it happen. Yeah. And then, you know, I kind of impaled myself in my own bad publicity,
0: yeah, that can be a... Because against
1: Leela, if you're like, oh, I'll just give you credits every time you run. She's like, every time I run, you say? Yeah. Yeah. Then, but then, but then, but then, other side was against building a better world and had scored out two SDS drone deployments real fast. And I kept trashing my breakers, the things that I needed. But I eventually had, I found three points. And by turn 11, I had been keeping... Keep him down on credits, so there wasn't a whole lot of things. This is a stealth Nazir deck. Did I say that yet? No. Stealth. Oh. Okay. Very stealthy. Hmm. Yeah. Ghost Runner and Trickster Taka and right. all that. So I've been getting in and but like there wasn't a whole lot of ice being rezzed But then there were like five cards face up and six cards face down in archives. And I was like, well, I guess I'll just run it and see what happens. There were four points in there. Nice. Well, yeah. So that's the secret to winning with Nazir is to make it so that your opponent doesn't draw any of their money and instead keeps drawing agendas <gasps> works every time
0: and what exactly do you do to make that happen
1: i don't know had two punitives in hand but no money to shoot them to like fire them off pretty bad
0: that sounds frustrating
1: well very very uh gracious about it. it's like oh that's that's way the game works sometimes yep. you know yep. so
0: good players
1: yep greatest players
0: that's right yeah best game best players can't Everything's great.
1: Netrunner. Everything's great. You guys should play Netrunner. Yeah. I mean... You probably already You probably can. do.
0: My friend down the street listened to about five or so minutes of our podcast. All she could handle. Yeah. She said, I like the banter, but I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: We can fix that.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Whew. So last, backing up even more, we had the distinct pleasure of having... Ian Witt in Portland recently. Right. He's coming for work. Ian is Enigma, but spelled with some numbers on the <laughs> on the socials. And he is Nisei lead web developer. So he was like, hey, I'm going to be in town. Does anyone want to do anything? And we had an extra GNK.
0: Yeah. And it all kind of worked yeah. out because he was way on the other side of town. It was totally Most. impractical. We actually had an appointment over there, so we were there anyway.
1: Just for perspective, dentist appointments for our family <laughs> take about four hours.
0: Now it's like three. It,
1: okay, takes like three hours, and there's a lot of a lot of time in the waiting room as we're cycling through humans. Uh, so it's like a whole afternoon affair that we just schedule six months in advance and say like, no, that's gonna happen. Yeah. But afterwards. We were able to go pick Ian up and bring him to the uh the West Side Netrunner Capital, aka Rainy Day Games, which we never been to before for an event. No, but
0: it's a nice little place. And we had what we
1: called a uh, disorganized play.
0: Yeah. I thought that was clever. Thanks.
1: But it was under your name, so everyone thought you were clever. So back to okay. that. Right. Yeah.
0: We make a good team.
1: <laughs> Someone's gotta take the credit. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, there there were a couple of other people that showed up. So the way it worked out, there were four people that weren't us. Right. So we ended up playing games, other games with the kids. Yeah. And they ended up playing with each other. And we okay. gave away all of our prizes.
0: That's great. That's we
1: collected some prizes for regionals.
0: That's also true.
1: Yep. So it's good good times all around. And and afterwards, Ian was kind enough to grant us an interview. Yes. So anything that you think we should do to set up this
0: interview? Drum roll?
1: thousands of dollars in student loans for your music education.
0: <laughs> it's coming in handy, right? I just had a public performance.
1: So, without Ian. yeah, without any further prelude, here's our cool interview with Ian.
0: Yeah. Well, here's more prelude. Ian's a great guy. Yes. Um, we had a lot of fun like talking to him, getting to know him. It'll be nice that there's We'll get to see him again at Worlds, so that's pretty rad. I'm excited. Great.
1: So this is the first time we've done an interview.
0: Yeah. So this is the aforementioned background noise. Well, this is after it was filtered down. So you can see that we need some better equipment of some kind. Yeah. Compact.
1: Yep. Yep. Here we are at, Rainy, at Day Games. Rainy Day Games in Aloha, Oregon, and we have the distinct pleasure of, of having a guest here, Ian Witt. Hi. Uh, and Ian is, uh, among other things, uh, a gentleman and a uh, and pretty good Netrunner player.
2: You clearly don't know me at all. Uh,
1: I, do, how many games did you win today?
2: Uh, one. Did you win one? I think one. I think I won more than zero games. Yeah, okay. So I'm a, I'm a. I won. I'm zero a netrunner player. Today. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> and also, he is the uh Nisei lead web developer. That's correct. Yes. And so we are interviewing him in a noisy uh, game store. Mostly noisy <laughs> because of our children. Yes. They're, they're making all over. Yeah.
2: They're being adorable. That's the and truth of it. We're
1: playing. Uh, all kinds of games so we had a little what we called uh, disorganized play event uh, today we we're able to uh, bring some people together because Ian was in town to, to play and, and use up the prizes from our Q2 GNK
0: yeah we decided to have a baby instead of a 2 GNK so yeah so she's pretty cute <laughs>
2: Tell us about uh, what it's like to work with Nisei. Um, what is it like to work with Nisei? Well, it's really cool. Um, I think when the announcement happened, wow.
1: That, that Serious stuff that happening. Was, yeah, that was, there's
2: just games there's being emotions. thrown on the floor. There's
1: emotion.
2: <laughs> People are Isai. feeling things. So, yeah, working with Issei is great. I, when the announcement happened that FFG were not going to be continuing support for the game, um, as someone who'd only got into Netrunner probably within the last year or two, uh, that hit me pretty hard because I was really getting into the game, really getting into the community. Oh, I had the exact same experience. And so, yeah, yeah. I hadn't been in the game for six-odd years like some people had, um, and I wasn't ready to give it up. Like, I wanted it to carry on. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: So, um, When I saw what Nisei were doing, I I instantly wanted to be involved somehow. So yeah, so as soon as I saw what people were trying to do with Nisei and the whole movement to keep the game going, I knew that I wanted to be involved somehow, because it was was becoming quite a big part of my life. It was the main hobby that I had. It was the thing I wanted to do. Um, And so yeah, I just kept putting my name forward for things, kept saying, I'll, I'll help with this, I'll help with that, I'll help with something else, and yeah, ended up getting involved in the web development side of things, which is really interesting, really exciting, there's a lot of cool things coming so do, soon, in quotes. Yeah, do you do web dev professionally then? <laughs> um, so I do work in IT, but I'm not strictly a developer, so to speak, um, I've dabbled, Like I, could, sure. I can read and write a few bits and bobs here and there, but no, I'm not, I'm not in a full-time development position right now. Um, but it's always been something I've been interested in I studied computer science at, at university when I went to college okay. um, so um, yeah but it's great Like I get to work with some really awesome people from a bunch of different places with all kinds of different experiences and perspectives and I think that's the best thing about working with Nisei it's just the, the amount of diversity and different people that you get to interact with it's, it's, just, it's a real nice place to be it's just full of really nice people so I think that's the best thing
0: okay so I was dealing with children. <laughs> what exactly do you do? What, what exactly do, you do, the do web designer? Oh, that's, that's
2: do. a dangerous that's question. Boring. Let's let's not pull at that thread. So, what we do? So, I have a very very talented team of actual web developers, ah. unlike me, who take care of Netrunner DB, um, which for anyone who doesn't know is a deck building website for Netrunner, so you can build your decks, you can look at uh, other people's decks, you can check out what cards are legal, you can basically figure out what the deal is with the whole Netrunner collection at any given time. Um, So we look after that, that's a project that we inherited um, from a very talented guy called Cedric, who stood that up some years ago. Um, has since become kind of too busy to maintain it. So Nisei have taken control of that site. And we've got some really exciting things in the pipeline for it. We want to kind of completely redesign the whole thing top to bottom. Um, There's lots of things that don't work the way we would like, that we'd like to streamline things, stuff like the way that multiple versions of the same card are handled. Like a lot of people have noticed that, you know, if a card is in the original core and then revised core and then system core, it all gets really messy. We want to kind of fix that properly so that there's a real relational database that means we can do things like, you know, have alt arts and stuff like that, start to promote artists in the community as well, have all of that stuff appear on NetrunnerDB. Um and we've got loads of other plans as well. So we we work on that and then we work on the Nisei website, nisei.net. Yeah, I
1: was gonna ask about that.
2: Yeah, so that's the other big half of what we do. Um, and that site is it's a site that has been functional for us mm-hmm. up until now. We've got Quite big ambitions for how we'd like to make it better, and there's been a lot of really good feedback from the community about how the site could be better, which we're trying to take on board. Um, did you did you see? I was it, a couple of months ago, some months ago. Spencer, Spencer, Spencer yeah, a, yeah. We definitely uh, read Spencer's right? stuff, yeah. and I think that summarised a lot of the feeling that was in the whole community about the site. And so we definitely took a lot of that on board, and a lot a lot of the things that Spencer mentioned in in the articles that they wrote are things that we're definitely going to do. Um, yeah. You know, There was a lot of stuff in there that's like, yeah, we, we know that. Like, That's what we want to fix. The biggest problem we have is because we're all volunteers, everyone's got day jobs, everyone's got real life, kids, and everything else like that that, that eats up your time. So progress is definitely slower than we would like it to be. Um, I wish we could have already delivered Netrunner DB2. I wish we could already have redesigned Nisei.net and got all this cool stuff out there. We just have to be patient. Um, you know, the, the rate of change is not as quick as we'd like. But you know, we're always listening to what people are saying. So any feedback people have through all the various outlets that you can get hold of Nisei, you know, don't stop letting us know. Yeah. Um, don't think that we're not listening just because things aren't changing as quickly as maybe we'd like. Uh, we definitely are listening, and we we want to change a lot of things, make them better. So any scoops, anything you want to announce here on the podcast? Oh wow! into the um, websites? <laughs> Put me on the spot now. Uh, what scoops have we got? Well, uh, if you come to Worlds and end up getting paired against me, I'll have some special prizes for people that beat me or lose to me.
1: Are they different? Depending on how it goes. I haven't really
2: decided yet, okay. but I'm, I'm definitely going to have something with me. Custom so, prizes. Yeah, so, okay. yeah, something, something personalised. Um, but in terms of Nisei scoops, I mean, I, if I'm perfectly honest, I don't follow the card development stuff so sure. closely. Yep. I personally find it really difficult because if I if I followed the development process and the design process really closely, by the time the cards came out, I'd start getting really confused about which version of the card made it at the end. I'd be like, "Oh, does that is that 2 to trash or 3 to trash and oh, does this thing work this way or that way?" It's like Yeah, I kind of, I like, I have the same approach that um, Serenity, our our community manager has, Mm -hmm. which is that like when we get to scoops week, when it's time to release scoops to everyone, that's when I want to find out as well. I want to kind of go through that same experience that you will do finding out for the first time and hearing the buzz i don't want to be like oh yeah i thought about that months ago so i don't really look at the the super secret stuff as much as i probably should
1: what about what about website scoops like um this would be a great time to announce that we're getting search functionality on (laughs) nisei.net
2: okay we are definitely going to get that i don't think i don't think that's too much of a scoop we wouldn't be doing a very good redesign if we didn't get some search functionality no there's there's a lot of things that are really key to nisei.net that we need to change you know the the way in which articles get displayed the way in which the homepage was just you know a big list of articles right now you know we need to restructure the whole thing so that it's really focused on giving the right groups of people the right information so we need to think about you know existing players returning players new players what information do they need and how do we make it as accessible to them as possible but we don't want people to have to really dig through to find things even now we still get these these feedback every day about oh i didn't know that you know, uh, organized play had these recommendations about where, you know, what size of cut you should do for a certain size tournament. It's yeah. like, to us, we're like, well, it's right there in this document. It's like, but clearly that document is not easy enough to find. So, yeah, we need to do a lot of work in terms of the, the user experience, the user interface to make sure that people can get all that stuff. Because we, we just want the, the point of nisei.net is to get information to people who are interested in Netrunner. If we're not getting the information to people, as effectively as we could then we're not doing it right so that's kind of the goal is just to to really focus on those demographics is existing players returning players new players
1: right so what excites you most about the direction that that Nisei is taking that runner?
2: I mean I think the fact that it's just keeping the game alive at all is a massive achievement um I'm really really pleased with how downfall went despite the fact that you know, a lot of people involved in the process more closely than me spent a lot of hours and a lot of late nights. It happened and cards got released and we still have a game that the meta is changing can I and growing. Just say,
1: can I just say also I think that like, cards got released but the cards that got released were pretty good. Right, like there's a. Card, I like, like to think so. Like flip switch, I like that. Feels like it could have been an original corset card, right? Like it's like this. Seems like it's like how did how do we live without like this kind of mechanic? You know what I mean? Yes, yeah. kinds of things. I thought it was just fantastic.
2: I felt the same way, and it's like you know that's that's a huge compliment that people feel that way about the cards that, that Nisei have released. Like I say I say absolutely no credit for any of that. I got oh, no. nothing to do you with designing design No, worry. no, absolutely. I expect none. But no, I feel the same way. I've got such huge respect for all, all the folks that are working on those cards and the fact that they were able to release a set that worked that there's nothing like horrendously broken in Downfall. There's, there's really interesting, fun stuff that changed the meta. Um, and, you know, yes, there's always going to be things you can do to make it better, but that's what the MWL is for. Absolutely. Anything else on your mind?
0: <laughs> what are your favorite, some of your favorite, like, uh, cards,
2: IDs? Yeah, do you have any, like, this is my home... So, I mean, I brought Max tonight. Yeah. I've always felt like I really enjoy playing Max. I've been lucky because in the time that I've been playing, there's sort of always been a place for Max in the meta. You've always just about been able to play a Max deck if you really want to. So I find Max really fun. I think Anarch in general is, is probably me. I like just the caution to the wind, like just throw all my stuff in the bin and hopefully get it back later kind of attitude. Um, so yeah, I definitely I love Max. Um, beyond that, I don't I don't play favourites really. I don't I don't have an awful lot of IDs that I'm like really wedded to. You played a win. I, I, I try you play to. Good. You played it's I, good. I'm, I'm one of these tryhards that takes tryhard mm-hmm. decks but doesn't actually try hard enough to get good at the game. So like, yeah, I do. I, I'll play the decks that I think are the strongest decks based on what good players tell me. <laughs> but I'll generally just lose a lot with them. But I enjoy it, so it's fine.
0: You like to just build, like Tristan likes to build tons of different decks like all the time. He's like, I'm going to try this. Like he open uh, yeah. a new box and he's like, I built like three decks for each <laughs> one. And I'm like, I picked one and I built a deck.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely in that second camp. But like, I, I much prefer to play the same decks for a long period of time and get really comfortable with them and really understand every little subtlety of them um, because then I feel the most comfortable. Um, there's nothing scarier to me than like turning up at a Netrunner night and just like borrowing someone else's deck that I've never seen before and just being like, oh, I'll just look through this and just play it. Like, I can't do that. I'm, I'm not I'm not quick enough to, to figure out what's going on. I have to know what the deck is first. I
1: did that once in Washington DC against Beckett.
2: Oh, okay. And we, we
1: split, so I felt pretty yeah, good
2: about that. I mean, a split with Beckett feels like a good <laughs> result to yeah. me. Yeah. Alex White might disagree, but little UK in joke there.
1: I'll, I'll take your word for it. Okay. Uh, well, cool. So
2: you're going to be at Worlds. I am going to be at Worlds. Yes, I'm All booked. Right. I'm going to be there, at Rotterdam. My first Worlds as well. I told myself that oh. I was going to go. Uh, la- well, what I told myself was that I would skip last year and go the following year then the game went away Right. <laughs> FFG were like see ya and I was like oh okay so that plan didn't work out so I'm just really pleased there is a Worlds to go to right. this year um, but yeah it be my first Worlds and I think it's great that it's in Europe um, but then I'm in Europe so yeah. it's good for me it's so a it's bit further be, away yeah. for you folks but, yeah. but we'll, oh be, there. God, we'll be there we'll be there yeah perfect I think it's going to be great I think you know it's not going to be in Europe forever I'm sure we'll have Worlds back in the US at some point I heard uh, North American Continent next year I had not heard that, but if you've got the, if you've got the inside line on the scoops, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Apparently, okay. Well, um, I think that was a thing, but I don't know how. official I, I it was. mean, okay. it wouldn't surprise me. I can neither confirm nor deny. Okay, so
1: we're, we're looking forward to, to seeing you again, there. Absolutely,
2: I, I can't wait. I, um, Worlds is going to be fantastic. I'm going to get to see so many people in the Netrunner community that I don't get to see a lot. I mean, I, I'm out in the US a reasonable amount, and like I went to the um, U.S. Nats last year in Seattle, we got to meet a bunch of West Coast people there, but it's always good to, to meet new netrunners and obviously the UK scene is very tight, so a lot of us know each other in the UK and it doesn't matter which end of the country you're at, you see some of the same faces but it'd be great sure. to, to walk into a room with you know a few hundred people, most of whom you've never met, all wanting to play this awesome game. I think that's just going to be such a good time. Any specific hopes for Worlds? Uh, not lose every game, I guess, would be nice. Uh, no, I, I don't. I don't know. Win a game, and then once I win a game, win another one.
1: Yeah, one that's at pretty a time. much okay. yeah, yeah how I all take right. things. Good way to go. <laughs> yeah, all right. But
2: also, I think losing every game would be absolutely fine. I think it's going to be fun either way. So, I'm, I'm just looking forward to seeing that many people getting together again for this. It's, yeah. it's really exciting. We don't yeah.
0: have some loser prizes.
2: There, I mean, there might be loser prizes, you never know.
0: I'm yep. a big fan of loser prizes, considering I'm good at
2: being loser. I, I love last place prizes. Whenever I run tournaments back home, there's always big prizes for last place. Sometimes more than for the winner. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you keep people coming back. Yeah, absolutely. The people who've won, they're going to come back anyway, because they enjoyed winning. Yeah. That's my thinking, anyway. Makes sense.
1: All right. Well, thank you for visiting. Uh, Thanks for when you come to Portland, thinking of playing Netrunner with
2: with, people. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for giving me a ride out here to play tonight. That's also great. Yeah,
1: full service.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, fantastic. No, PDX Netrunner, best Netrunner. That's right.
1: You (laughs) heard it here first. All right. Ian Witt, thank you so much for talking
2: to us. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it.
1: (laughs) Okay. So...
0: Oh, this is after the interview. Yeah, this is...
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Through the magic of podcasting.
0: Doodly, 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 doodly.
1: Okay, that's. We've got to stop.
0: This is what happens to keep me up past my bedtime.
1: So, we talked about five different competitions.
0: Good gracious.
1: It's a very competitive time in Netrunner history. Yes. Get ready.
0: But that's awesome because that means the game's not dead.
1: I feel like if we need to keep saying that to ourselves, then maybe it is, right? We're just in denial.
0: I don't know. Anytime you start talking to somebody about it, they're like, uh, is that still a thing?
1: Who says that?
0: I don't know. I just remember when we introduced Shane to the game. He like did some web research. He's like, "Are they, is that still a thing? It, does it look like it got stopped being produced?
1: Netrunner is still a thing, which you guys know. Yeah. And you should keep playing it. And I hope to see you at one of the upcoming events. And then yes. I'm looking forward to the competitive season being over, and we can just play around a little bit.
0: Yeah, we got more cards to get through. Yep. When's the new Nisei cards coming out? I mean, not the ones for Worlds. I got that September ninth. Right. Yep. Nine nine one nine.
1: Okay. It's v- true. So Q four. Okay. Sometime after Worlds.
0: Yeah, that's called. Uprising. Uprising.
1: Downfall and uprising.
0: Yeah. I got confused. There's like an upstock too, isn't there?
1: Right. That's one of the packs in the lunar cycle. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, ups and downs. And
1: but it is about the beanstalk. Yeah. Yep. So, so that's all. It's competitive season. Yeah. Keep competing.
0: Friendly competing. Friendly competition. Sorry. I was just saying, keep competing. It's super great. But remember, we're the awesome Netrunner community and we're all buddies and we love each other and we can play in fun.
1: Yeah. Keep competing. Don't be a jerk. Be friendly.
0: That's definitely a more succinct way of saying it.
1: All right. See you when we see you.
0: That's right.
1: Have a great one. Take care. And don't forget, play Play Netrunner! Netrunner! you know what we're actually in the middle of an interview that we're doing so if you wouldn't mind going somewhere else and also if you could just um throw fewer board games <laughs> that i think that would help uh, upset everybody else less what do you think or you can sit quietly and listen to the interview that's fine too <laughs> if
2: you weren't ready Seems to give like up sitting quietly okay <laughs>